And now, it's time for Floria. Hi, welcome to Attitude of Altitude, Mindset of Happiness, weekly podcast. My name is Floria, founder of Recognize Your Potential, and I am thrilled for you to join me here today. And uh, we have a very special guest returning for part two of Growth Mindset with Dr. George Frampon, from body, uh, Director of Research from Delmore Buddy Day Learning Institute. Thank you for being here today. You're welcome, Floria. Uh, so, um, as you may have heard to the first part of the podcast, part one uh, of Growth Mindset, and this is part two, but if you haven't done already, please take the time to listen to the part one, because there was a lot of good material in part one, and we're going to continue that conversation. So, uh, we've had a couple of people asking about fixed mindset versus growth mindset. I know you, George, have invested many years in this, so you're quite familiar. And even I am to, uh, familiar to quite a degree. And um, however, not everyone is. So can you expand on that for us, please? Thank you, Faria. Um, growth mindset and fixed mindset are terms that were coined by um, Professor Carol Dweck of uh, Sanford University. The, for about three decades now, people, um, a lot of psychologists have had the belief that talent, people's talent and intelligence are fixed. Um, so if you have a particular talent, then you can build on those particular talents and the intelligence that you have at a particular time. The alternative to this argument, which um, Carol Dweck uh, has, and her um, students and colleagues have worked on for over three decades now, is referred to as the growth mindset. The idea that your intelligence and talent is just the beginning you can build and do something, and you can even develop different talents if you put in an effort and if you live in an environment or like a school or organizations, communities, we provide you that environment, supports you, you should be able to develop other talents and you should be able to um, built on your intelligence. And that is what is referred to as a growth mindset. And it started in education, and it's uh, now um, used in a lot of organizations all over the world. Okay. Uh, thank you for that uh, more in-depth, um, elaborate explanation. And I know that as I mentioned in the first segment, as a, a young girl, I was under the belief, and as even today, many believe that girls uh, don't do very well in math. Mm -hmm. And I 
thought to myself, you know, I wasn't going to do well in math at all. And I didn't as a kid. And then as an adult, when I was going to go to university and I had picked uh, the, the area of nutrition, nutrition program to go to, and I didn't even have high school math. And I was very anxious and concerned. I remember before my first day and I'm thinking, wow, Floria, what have you done? What makes you think you're going to even be able to do well in math? And uh, you hardly ever passed math, and now you're going to study math. So anyway, um, I changed my mindset. I said, that was a different case, Floria. That was, uh, you're a different person now, and things will be different. And I did things differently, and as a result, um, got 98 in my course. So it is possible. I always think of it that way. I am one example in a research program that could be that I uh, experienced great um, um, success with that math uh, class. And not just that particular one, subsequent to that as well. Uh, so you have done a lot of research in terms of um, growth mindset in various parts. And uh, you also mentioned that this is not specific only to black community or African descent community. Is that correct? That is true. So this may have, this has implications for broader society. Yes, it does. And I think, um, um, as I said in the first segment, um, the, I mean, my initial research was more about looking at big data sets. Um, the data that I use is of, referred to as the trends in, in um, mathematics and science um, teams, yeah, studies, sorry, <laughs> trends. It's called teams. So trends in, in mathematics science study. Um, this is an international study which involves so many countries, about over 50 countries, uh, including US, Canada, um, Ghana, and South Africa. And I was fortunate to um, use that particular data to um, analyze I mean, how students in th three countries that I've worked in, I mean, Canada, South Africa, and Ghana, uh, how their students are doing in mathematics. And in all those three studies, I mean, those three countries, I mean, it was very clear that um, students who tend to do well um, in schools, in, ma in mathematics, were those with a positive growth mindset, with a positive attitudes, and then with confidence in mathematics. Okay. So that is, um, those, those kind of studies gives us a diagnosis of um, students in general, um, whether white, black, this is in Africa or in Europe, um, the, how they perceive their confidence and ability to do maths um, determines their success in mathematics. 
And I, I can also give you an example, a particular example of, I mean, how I try to implement this in my own work, in my own teaching. Um, I used to be um, a professor at the University of New Brunswick where I taught a teacher education course. And in that particular course, uh, which was for elementary school teachers, um, the students were required to pass um, grade, I think grade six maths, okay? For them to be to have credit in that course, they have to pass grade six maths. And I gave the test to my students, and I think for the first test, about three of my students couldn't pass um, that particular test. That was a grade six um, mathematics which they were supposed to, they have to pass before they get a credit. So for the three students, I gave them a chance again, and one student again couldn't pass. So instead of um, asking her to opt out of the course, I asked her to try the exams again. Because I believe that with effort and with encouragement, she should be able to pass. I gave her the, uh, the exams for the third time, and she was able to um, pass that exams. And eventually, that student became my best student in that course, and eventually went out to even do some courses in mathematics. Wow. So that is how powerful um, growth mindset is. and. Without the growth mindset, how we are also losing a lot of our students. I'm just yeah. getting goosebumps as you're yeah. uh, talking, uh, sharing this particular story. Yeah. I'm thinking, wow, yeah. the uh, potential, the capacity that we are not tapping into. Exactly. Wow, yeah. this is yeah. incredible. The number, you can imagine the number of students that we are missing just because we are so um, fixed with examinations, assessments, and believe, not believing in the students' ability and giving them the opportunities to at least continue to try. Okay. Yeah. So as I am um, hearing you mention this particular a case, I'm hearing that you believed in the student. I believe in the student. You believed in the student. I really believe in the student, and I strongly believe that if I can change that mindset, I mean, this particular student came with a mindset that I can't do much. I mean, it was just, it's, and I could see from the conversation that I had with her. So, that, yeah. okay. So you believe then, and you, through conversations, her own belief about her capabilities changed. Exactly. And as a result, she excelled. She proved to herself. Proved herself not only to pass that particular course, but to go further and take extra mathematics courses. It was unbelievable, yeah. Teachers, 
parents, school systems, everywhere around the world. We need you to hear this. Please spread the word that this is not end all be all, that because you haven't been able to do something well, you're not going to do well. This is epic in my mind. This is life changing and society changing. So how did you or were you able to impact change with that particular student? I think, I mean, change in itself has to come from that individual. See, individuals, we construct our own understanding. So all that we can do as agents of change is to create that environment and make people believe that we care and trust that they can do. So that, 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 that should, should be communicated to that particular individual, and that particular individual would, would find a way once to develop that growth mindset, that belief that they can do it. And once that is done, um, I don't take credit for it, but I think the individual students have to take credit. But we need to create that environment. We need to continuously create environment for that to happen. Very yeah. good point, George, that uh, thank you for uh, acknowledging that you're not taking credit for it, mm. that it is the student who was able to do this yeah. and gradually change her own mindset. Exactly. You became, you were the agent of change. Yes. You were the agent of change to uh, allow this to happen. Exactly. And facilitate. So For you were the catalyst. Yeah, the facilities. I created the environment. I made her. I made her to mm -hmm. believe that I care for her. I said, you can do this. That's exactly. right. And um, what I'm also hearing uh, is that we can call growth mindset um, in terms of self-belief. Yes. Believing in ourselves, believing in our capabilities. I know a couple of weeks ago, maybe about three, uh, I was talking with a client of mine who has a daughter and uh, whose daughter had asked her uh, why is it that she cannot, uh, she doesn't do well in math? Mm -hmm. And the conversation of parents not doing well in math and DNA came up. And I said, I beg to differ. And my client uh, looked at me and said, what do you mean? You don't agree with DNA? I said, yeah. with all due respect, I agree with, you, with DNA, but DNA is only a small part. It's only a beginning. It's only a starting point. It is not, it does not determine our success in anything. And as a result, my client and I discussed some of the language and talking about it differently and 
as a parent, how to uh, discuss that, that you know, you're changing the way you talk with um, your daughter or son or whomever, family member. And it was very effective. And I remember my client, her face lit up. And as she was um, believing, and she said, oh, yeah, that's right. DNA is not end-all, be-all. And okay. light bulbs were turning on. Exactly. And I've, I've also had a lot of conversations around this. Um, I've had discussions with um, um, students and parents, and they've said, they would tell, oh, my, my, my brother, my sister, my father never did well in mass. And mm -hmm. Maybe that is why I'm not doing well in mass. Yeah. And I, as I said, um, if it, I mean, you mentioned DNA. If you look at the DNA of the brain, I think about 90 to maybe 95% maybe of human beings are quite similar. So in a small, I mean, we are, the differences is very, very, very small. Okay, which means that um, we are all, I mean, in terms of the brain structure, we are all have similar brain structures, and therefore our ability to do whatever we, we believe in and whatever we want to, believe, want to do, we should be able to. It may take some time. You may fail. Um, remember that God said, God created us in an old image. I mean... God said he created us in his own or her own image. So we are, whatever God has created, we also have the potential to be able to create that. Well, uh, believing in our human potential <laughs> exactly. is something that I am great proponent, <laughs> and that's why uh, even uh, calling my business, recognize your potential yes. because it is integral to uh, our being. And our mindset is so key. Our mindset is key. And in my own example, as an adult, when I was going to school and I hadn't taken, I I'd avoided math and sciences throughout high school so yeah. that I wouldn't fail. And then as an adult, I decided I wanted to do nutrition and I needed mathematics and sciences. Yeah. And as a re I thought, Floria, are you out of your mind? Yes. And at that time I had two young children and I thought, oh, I do not want to fail. Uh, in front of them. <laughs> that would be embarrassing. <laughs> and I had serious anxiety mm. happening, and I'm thinking, oh, no. And I thought, well, I'm a different person than I was back then, and I am doing things differently. And that mindset had changed. My mm. beliefs had changed. Uh, if my beliefs had not changed in 20 years, then... What's the purpose of growing? Yeah. And uh, it was very interesting. And then as a result, um, 
I did very well in that math class and other science classes and never had a problem again. And yet again, prove to myself that mindset is key. It's not because I'm a, I'm a uh, girl or because of my ethnicity that it might change who I am. Yes, and I think I, I agree with you totally. And sometimes, I mean, um, I think I also blame um, sometimes the school system. Um, we've, we've, in the past, I've had a system, a school system that um, at least sometimes think that um, individuals have different talents and uh, intelligence, and in schools we place them into these silos and to help them to develop those talents instead of um, building on um, whatever students bring into um, the school, into the class. Yes, and, and you're um, right. And yeah. uh, as you know, uh, I'm never interested into blaming um, because, again, that puts us back into that fixed mindset. But in terms of, because our school system or our society is made up of us exactly. human beings. Exactly. But I, th I think uh, what, I'm, what I'm driving to is I think just a lot of things are changing now. I mean, there's... That's uh, right. Uh, I, uh, remember I mentioned the, uh, in our first segment, the United Nations um, program for education for all. I mean, the idea that, I mean, everybody in school should be able to succeed. Um, in Nova Scotia, just about, um, I think about a month ago, about a week or two weeks ago, they've introduced what they call the inclusive education system, which mm -hmm. is the idea that, I mean, schools should be able to function in a way that it provides opportunities for all um, students and kids to learn, irrespective of their background characteristics. Yes, and yeah. I really like your idea in terms of changing some of the ways that we examine and uh, test yep. knowledge and because uh, it needs to have that inclusivity exactly that you're talking about exactly yeah so we even if, if you have a test we need to not only um, assess students about what they know uh, but you also have to assess about says assess them on their um, ability on their attitudes, um, their confidence, growth mindset. I mean, mm -hmm. um, to help us to understand why they had a particular score or why their performance was not up to standard. I mean, so yes. Now, mm. you also mentioned something in the first uh, segment. Uh, you mentioned. Um, a community mindset, a communal mindset, that how we want to change that. And you alluded to the fact that some of the challenges to changing that community mindset. Um, any thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, community mindset, I mean, it's um, uh, sim similar to, community growth mindset is similar to 
um, idea about I mean cultural belief and practices. Yeah. So if we have uh, if the, the the point is that if if you want to um, help kids to be successful in learning, then the communities, the spaces that provide opportunities for them to learn, should all have that that community mindset too. Okay, so that if you're in the school, they have to receive the same message. If they're in the library, they receive the same message. If you're in the community or with their families, they get the same message that their people care about them, people believe in them, um, people believe that they can learn from even when they fail. So you're talking about consistency and the message of self-belief, exactly. word, opportunities. Exactly. Okay. okay. Uh, and yes, that is not doesn't happen overnight. No, it's it's not easy to change people's mind. It's not easy to change people's belief. But it, it is, is possible. It is possible. And yeah. as we do change our own. Yeah. And that is why maybe that community mindset also comes in because if you're able to change community people's mindsets, I mean a community, then it's very easy for people coming into that community or coming to that space mm-hmm. to help them change that mindset. Because yeah. then they become, uh, then they're much more uh, open and... In, uh, welcoming and inclusive. Is inclusive, that why? Inclusive. And then there's also the support. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, continuous support. Okay. Yeah. Um, very interesting perspectives. So more uh, encouragement for us as individuals to also change our own mindset. Exactly. Because exactly. that is one way that our community will change. Yeah. We are, remember that we are also part of that community. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and I also have heard you mention being agent of change. Agent of change. That is very, very critical. And, um, and, and again, the process, developing that process, um, implementing those processes, of developing policies, implementing those policies, takes time, um, but it always works if um, the community is involved in that change, mm-hmm. okay, in that change. Okay, yeah. and mm. I know um, in society at large, Oftentimes we say, oh, it didn't work. I failed at this. How would you suggest we look at it differently than failure? Yeah, the failure, I mean, also it's all part of the strategies that we use in developing a growth mindset. I mean, in growth mindset, yes, we, we, we know definitely that we are not going to be successful most of the time. But then when you fail, it becomes a, an opportunity for you to learn. Okay. So, so you use your failure as an opportunity to learn. Okay. Okay. So if you have that mindset, uh-huh. then failing doesn't become, yes, you would feel so bad initially, but then 
you, it's just like in, um, I mean, I'm a, uh, I like soccer, football, I mean, yes. yeah. Yes. Um, Chelsea is my team. And ah. I know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I know sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. But then when they lose, they just go back and look at the tape, uh, the, match, the previous match, and then so these are the mistakes that we made. We're not going to make that mistakes again, and that keeps them, okay. make sure that they win the next match. So... Mm. What I'm hearing is, mm -hmm. first of all, when things, when seemingly we might call it failing at something, uh, I have done it this way for myself. That say, okay, instead of thinking, calling it failing at something, I say, oh, now I know what doesn't work. Exactly. Now I know <laughs> what, how not to do something. Now I know what, uh, how to improve something. And instead of simply calling it f being a failure, because we're not failure, we just haven't figured out how to do something that will work out. Exactly. And um, I mean, and that is what I mean. The principles underline one of the principles underline and groove mindset. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so. If there are areas, and we all have areas that we want to improve on, always think of, oh, that didn't work. Now I know what, how to improve something. Now I know how to practice something more and go from there rather than uh, thinking that, you know, I failed at something. And in business, entrepreneurs do the same as well. Exactly. They say, oh, this didn't work. Whether it wasn't the right time or whatever, it just didn't work, and we'll just do it some uh, in a different way. Uh, our time is coming to a close, mm -hmm. uh, George. I have thoroughly enjoyed, as you know, I love talking, and you do not have to agree with me, okay? <laughs> no, first of all, I really enjoy. This is my first um, podcast, and. Um, I think I will want to do it again. Uh, definitely. Yeah. I already mm -hmm. have some topics that I would love yeah. to continue mm -hmm. this conversation. For this particular two-part segment, we kept it only about the growth mindset, but there is aspects that we can definitely talk about more. And I love for you to come back. And I'm sure our audience would love for you to come back as well and share more from your perspectives, experiences, stories. Uh, thank you so much. Love hearing from you, your ideas, your uh, suggestions and gifts of feedback will is always very helpful to my growth and the growth of this particular podcast. Remember, we're all in this together and there is no such a thing as perfection. Perfection is only enjoying something we're doing and continuing to improve. Thanks again, George, for being here. Would you please give uh, your uh, website uh, for the Delmore Body Day Inst Learning Institute. Yeah, 
Um, it's www.dbdli.ca. So dbdli.ca. Okay, thank you. Because you can go on that website, read more about Dr. Frempong and the work that this particular institute is doing, not only in Halifax, but also initiating in other parts. I uh, love to hear from you, and you can reach me through my personal email, Floria at Recognize Your Potential, or my uh, social media at Floria Transforms. Love hearing from you, and until next week, have a wonderful Wednesday. Please go to www.recognizeyourpotential.com for more information about Floria. Floria would love to hear from you.